0: It's time to kickstart your confidence. In this podcast, you will hear open and honest interviews with business owners and like-minded people who have struggled and then how they've overcome their own issues. Listen to their real-life struggles and personal accounts of how they've changed their lives and continue to do so on a daily basis. Get rid of stress, own your own space and thoughts. It's time to take control, feel your personal health and well-being improve as you travel with us on this journey. And now your host, former British champion, owner and chief instructor of Hastings Kickboxing Academy and third Dan Blackbelt, Carl Denning.
1: So today uh, I'm here with the super famous uh, Gordon Burcham. Hello Gordon, how are you? I'm very good, how are you doing? Yeah, super good, famous, you. I'm not sure of. But... <laughs> so on today's Kickstarter Your Confidence podcast, uh, I've got a few f- questions for you. Yeah. I've been up here for the day. Uh, learning and hopefully improving myself. And um, but before we get to that, I want to go back because a lot of people I know you're on Facebook a lot. You you promote yourself a lot, sure. which is fantastic. And to be honest, I'm trying to learn from you a little bit if yeah. I if I can. <laughs> and um, I remember one of the things that really struck me. You you started from nothing. I remember you telling me the story about how you know back in the day. I'll yep. let you tell the story. Sure. But you, you come from nothing. Yes. And now you've got a 9,000 square foot gym. You've just brought sure. me upstairs into the HQ. Yes. Your mat space is what, 6,000 square foot. Yeah, yeah. You've got your own, what do you call it, a studio, a suite. Suite, yeah, yeah, development your, suite, confidence development. facility, yeah. yeah. Like, it's amazing. So can, can you just tell me, yes. and then everyone's listening. Yeah, sure. Um, kind of how you got there. Well, I'll tell you back where, where I was. So like, I think, um, and this
2: is a confidence podcast so i think it's really yeah. relevant to go back to where, where i lacked in confidence and that was growing up and i had a real tough time um growing up as a young young lad um i really struggled um mentally when i was younger um i think there was a lot of conflict around my life and um as i went through like primary school um i was kind of bullied a little bit but i, I only had two friends Both were girls and both used to beat me up. (laughs) And um, I went from there and I I was just like, I was a bit quirky, a bit different. I had one of them big earrings and I just want, you know, I was just being myself. However, that brought with it its challenges. And um, me being myself, um, I used to get a lot of verbal bullying, then physical bullying. And I went to secondary school and from there, it really spiralled a bit. I was always the kind of guy trying to fit in. And I didn't have much confidence, but then it really started to turn bad. Um I remember like at school always trying to get in like like around in the groups and I was just always on the outside and then I started to get physically bullied and that I found really, really difficult. So at what
1: age would you say that like chat so 'cause we talked about verbal bullying. Yep. At junior school. Yeah. Uh, and then you go to senior school and it's exactly the same as yeah, me. Yeah. And then obviously they get a bit stronger, get a bit sure. more confident. So everyone wants their little pick. Sure. At what age or what year group would you say that Yeah, of sort of 11, so really 12. 11, 12. 11,
2: 12. And, yeah. and, and I remember like, you know, this one lad absolutely used to batter me. Like I remember so many times being at the park and him just come down from nowhere and my, the the absolute fear run through my body yeah. and feeling sick and just punching kick me. I remember there was many times I was outside my house yeah. for nothing And I'd literally get battered. I one time just getting battered against a car and then then kicked while I was down and, okay. and running into my mom, like running in with fear, running into my mom and screaming and crying. And then she'd bounce me and say, get outside. Yeah, Every time yeah. you get knocked down, get back up, that's how you win. I'm like, I'm in this fear. So it went on that And I'd have like I'd be like riding home from school and walking from school and there'd be people in a bus, like a double-decker bus. I remember one guy, I think his name was Callum, I didn't really know him that well, yeah. looking in the bus, look, looking outside the window, window in the bus as I'm walking past going I'm gonna fucking kill you I'm thinking what's this all about and I was consumed by conflict and I had so much fear and like I remember riding home from school so many times ride home from about bike into the hedge and run in like from school and just put a video on at the time if any anyway, of the listeners know what a video is <laughs> like you may not but it was a video and I'd look for the longest video and I'd sit there trembling the reason I look for the longest Uh, Video was so that it would go dark by the time it finished, so that my mom wouldn't say, "Why are you going?" Because I was so scared. Why are you not going outside? I was so scared, like I can't explain the fear. And that held that for a long time. And I went through, you know, being a young lad and really not loving myself, liking myself. I just I hated my name. I hated who I was. I literally had zero self worth, and my confidence was shot. And it was like that for a long time. I started martial arts when I was Sixteen, seventeen. And I remember. Oh, so my, quite, quite late. Yeah, late. Passes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember my friend, my hippie friend, coming to the door, <laughs> and he's like a big hippie and a big beard and big long hand, and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm just started kickboxing. You want to come?" I'm like, are you insane? Like, I'm fearful anyway, and you want me to go <laughs> yeah. there?
1: I get punched and kicked every day. Why do I want to go yeah, there? Yeah, why do I, I want
2: to go there? Like, I remember it, and um, I, he, he said, "Well, come along." And I went there, and I had so much fear going. I went to the first class. Okay, I went to the second class, and I remember. I was in this cycle, I'd go and I hated it. And I remember, I started driving and I'd, I'd literally drive to the, it was a school then, and drive back and then back, telling myself, you can't, and go backwards and forwards, saying yes, you can no you can't. Right. End up outside the dojo crying, wow. before I went in, wipe my eyes and walk in. I remember what like, go in there, do my stuff, then go out, I had that much fear of like getting hit. And then I started sparring and hated it and cried. And, you know, I, I, this is a, young, I know, a man at 17, 18 years of age. And no, like, I'd hide things. People would see the tears I say, no, no, I was caught, caught in <laughs> I, I'd hide a lot of things. And my mum didn't know about it. No one knew the the, the the absolute fear in me. And I remember going to my first tournament and, and, like, I remember standing on the mats and I'm, like, I didn't know what a tournament was. And my instructor said, yeah, we'll go in. And I swear, like... But like school on the way home. <laughs> no, I like you know, I'm in this tournament and it's like a beginner, supposed to be a beginner section, and all of a sudden I get in my pad and I go on the mat and all of a sudden I look up and there's Bruce Lee in front of me and Jackie Chan all in one. This guy was a purple bow and he was like doing like I swear he levitated when he was kicking <laughs> and I was like, he's like beginner section, he clearly was cheating. And I remember going on and I remember fighting and I remember I, literally I got knocked down every point on the floor uh, yeah. and it felt just like I was being bullied again. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. And I remember getting up with tears in my eyes, throwing my gloves away, going, you know what, I'm finished, I ain't doing this. every." Again, it was on a Sunday, and I went back on the Monday. And it was like that for like the fear, the pain. I went through the struggle. And I went on to like um, keep competing, but I, I never believed in myself. And I, I was one of them where I'd win a... This is me, it's mental. Like I'd win the tournament. Yeah. And regional tournament. Nothing big, right? Yeah. But I would make excuses of why I won. It was because you had a good day. You must have ate something well. You had a good draw, lucky draw. The people in front of you weren't very good. Yeah. It was all of that, not because I'd won, it was like you won because of it was yeah. fluke. Not because you were good. Not because You're I was good. good. And I went on for that for such a long time with that for such a long time and I went like through so many emotions, and I was then taught by a guy called Alfie Lewis, who took me under his wing. Yeah, who's and, uh, reasonably well known. Yeah, fairly good. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty. And um, he always said something to me that I never did. And he always he used to have a belief in me. I'd be a world champion. I was like, what, this guy's like lying to me. Like honestly, that's what I thought. Right, yeah. but. And then other people believe me, but honestly, I had no belief, it was all luck. And and I'd mess tournaments up and I wouldn't win, then I'd win, then I wouldn't, and it was up and down, I was so erratic. Yeah. And I remember, in, uh, like as part of the process, and I'll tell a bit of a story later about coaches and where it's helped me, but um, in 2012, I uh, won the British title yeah. in Manchester and uh, fought really well. But again, I was a fluky, that's what I was saying in my head. And I remember getting a, um, and then an invite onto the England team then to go and fight in Canada. And I remember training for it really hard, two, three times a day, six for six weeks. And I remember getting on the, the plane with the England team. And I remember on the plane, and I remember distinctly, before I got on the plane, you go through the tunnel, don't you, to go on the plane. And I remember reading this paper and I'm looking up and I'm saying to myself, what the hell are you doing here? You do Still not deserve You do not deserve to be here. You are gonna go there. If you can just survive it'd be good. So we get to the tournament and you know, it's one of the biggest tournaments at the time. It was brilliant. It was a really wow, like, a, you know, there's loads of tournaments in there, but there was some creme de la creme fighters there. Yeah. I thought, like, this is big, like, and then I um, I got to the first rounds and uh, I beat the first guy, like, this Irish guy. I was like, wow, like, yeah. okay, that was lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I fought another guy, German. Then I, fought, then I fought a Canadian, I was like, wow. Then I fought a big American and I beat them all. Yeah. And I remember thinking, how lucky you! I'm still doing yeah. this, right? Keep flicking that Keep coin. Keep flicking that <laughs> coin, right? So I remember in the lobby. Then I got to the finals, right? So I'm in the lobby the night before the finals, and I'm stretching out. And bear in mind, I got a hip problem, real severe hip. I would be up constantly with the hip. It like the pain was like someone stabbing me. And um, and I remember having all them thoughts. And then I went to I went in my bedroom, and I had a change. And something 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 clicked. For things to change, you've got to change. Yeah. You're going for the finals tomorrow. How about thinking differently? And I basically visualised. And I visualised, I get goosebumps now talking yeah. about it. I visualised how that fight would go. I not just visualised the fight, I visualised how I felt.
1: Yeah.
2: How calm I was. How in control I was, how how um, how much faith I had in myself, the belief, the confidence, and I went to bed and it just recited in my mind, and I remember waking up the finals day in the morning in a sense of calm, and I woke up and i I remember I folded everything and I put everything away like perfectly you know if I could if like I had a military nine, almost oh yeah, like yeah. everything was perfect, how I felt I was still visualizing if I had a nine I'm a boxer short, so like I said, it was like that. And everything was perfect. I go down. I had breakfast, and I was just in this state of like confidence and calmness. And went went, went, went to warm up there, and, and everything. I was stretching. I was feeling. I was, yeah, I feel amazing. Just going through that motion. I get onto the mat now. Bear in mind, I'm 35. I should be in the 35s and overs, but I'm in the young division. Yeah. I'm in, the, and I've got an 18 year old who is winning everything, and he is hungry, and he is fit, and I'm looking, and he wants me. And I remember going on, in, on the, in the first round, bang, bang, firing his shots. And I remember Alfie dragging me after the first round, sit me down, and as I'm like, and he went, look, and I'm about four or five points up. He went, you're winning, look, you did that, you got another round. And then I goes, but I'm gonna fuck it up. It's all <laughs> gonna go to pot, I ain't gonna be good enough. And I went, no, stay on point. And I remember going through in the in the final and I get emotional about this. I went through the to the final, I remember standing there and my arm getting raised and I'm looking at the crowd. And they said, Gunn Bircham, world champion. And that that was unbelievable. It was I turned to the and as I'm looking at the crowd I cry and I'm screaming. And I'm I'm just in total elation. And it and it wasn't because I won a world title and I beat the guy in front of me. It's because I that was the day I was born
0: yeah.
2: again. It's the day that I really um, arrived in this world. And uh, uh, what age? 35. That is... Crazy. And um, it was the day that turned my life around. It's the day that I finally could respect myself. It's the, fi- it's the day that I finally believed mm. that I was good enough. Yeah. And, and it took, like, I, the, I can't explain the emotion. Like, I literally let go of everything. It was like a pop. Like, finally I could start to love and respect myself. And since that day um in well 35 and 42 now seven years i've just been on this mad journey like and i went to win three consecutive world titles around the world Uh, i beat pretty much everyone who was
1: in my path this is all in kickboxing
2: yeah in kickboxing and um i went from there and i've just built this mad empire i mean i've been running schools and stuff but that day was the day where i really i was born and and It was a day that changed my whole life but it was not just one day it was an accumulation of stuff that happened because you know i've had coaches and mentors through that time you know i had a a life coach during that time that really helped me find who i was you know i peeled the onions the the layers of the the onion literally like to really find the core of who i am which all helped with that and that, you know, I, I'm incredi- incredibly grateful for um, the support I've had along the journey. We'll talk about mentors in a bit. But I just went on this mad journey in building my schools, winning world titles, building businesses. And I literally, like, I can say today, I'm, um, you know, I am the person I'm born to be. Yeah. I really believe in who I am and I believe, I believe in myself. I am authentically who I am. Brilliant. Unapologetically, yeah. what you see this is, is what me. you fucking get. This is me, and I'm fucking proud of it. Yeah. For so many years, I was trying to be somebody else. For so many years, I thought it was I had to be somebody else to be accepted.
1: Yeah. People either accept me or they don't. I am fucking happy with who I am, <laughs> and you're very proud of it too. So yeah, well thank you. Um I'm glad you said that because. Obviously, you teach so many children, so, so do we. We get so many kids aged 9, 10, 11, 15, 17 going, oh, I don't know what I want to be, I don't know who I am, I haven't found myself. Mm. And certainly, over like the last few say, last five years with all the transgender stuff coming sure. out as well, I don't want to go on to that. But my point is, there's so many people that don't know what they are. And you've just, Jeremy, said it took to use 35. 35 yeah. I mean, yeah. If I'm honest, it's probably about the same for me, Um. you know. It, 35, 36, when HK really started to grow and I really found my feet, that I felt like me. Yes. I didn't, when I looked in the mirror, I didn't see me. Yes. I saw someone else. I knew it was me, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't see me. Yeah. And that probably sounds bizarre. No. And it, to, to mid to late 30s, before I went, oh, that's cold, Danny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's amazing, mate. And so many people worry about it. They do. You're on a journey. We're on a journey, guys. Like,
2: here's the thing. We're on a journey. As long as... Here's the the thing that I've learned along, along that journey and still do today... Like, we don't know. you. So many people are trying to work out what it is. Where's the end? Yeah. Like, what's the journey? They want to know exactly what the path is going to be. Here's the news. No one fucking knows. You are going to be on this journey, and it's going to iterate. It's going to pivot. You're going to move round, up and down, side to side. Here's the thing. As long as you're on your journey, as long as you're working towards something, listen, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to be challenged. You know what? And you will find yourself because... You're on that journey. Yeah. And I, I like one of the things I teach a lot is like, like, stop trying to make things perfect. People are looking for perfection. Perfection is the killer of success. Everyone wants to know what it looks like. You know what? Just get up every day. As long as you're breathing, as long as you're smiling, yeah, it's going to be a fucking phenomenal day. You don't need anything else. Yeah. And everyone needs this perfection in their lives and they want to stay safe. We're not born to stay safe. We're born to evolve as human yeah. beings. Yeah. And when you can evolve like that, if when you can literally get up and just be free, freedom is the thing that I teach a lot. Like, just be free and open. Stop, being, stop putting the shackles on yourself. Yeah. That's where happiness
1: truly is. Yeah. Just being free. You know, the world needs more free people. Yeah, you know? And I think even when you get it perfect, hmm? some brick could come along and ruin it for you anyway. Perfection <laughs> is a
2: delusion. It's imper- You cannot be perfect. And the thing is, like... There's a lot of people who run perfection these days, okay. and there's a reason they run it because they're fear of they want to be perfect so they're not judged. So it's looking at why people want to be perfect so they're not judged. Or you look on social media, people wanna like this is why suicide rate right, in teenagers is the highest it's ever been. Because yeah. of social media, everyone's trying to perfect. They wanna they see the, the perfect filtered person yeah. and think that's how they're gonna be. There's no filter here. There's no filter. <laughs> Fuck the filter. It's like and, and they're looking, going, well, I need to be that person, so actually I'm gonna judge myself. And they're looking at everyone trying to be perfect. And the reality is no one's perfect. I see models, when you see them up close, they're like, whoa, they don't even look that nice. But on the pictures, they look amazing. Here's the thing, Perf- like n- number one, never judge yourself on another person because that means you want to be them. Number-, yeah. number like judgment of self and judgment of other people is not, go- is not smart and it's not going to make you feel good. What you should look at is, number one is, you should look at yourself with love. You should look at yourself and love everything about yourself one of the things that I learned along my journey is I was trying to be somebody else I thought I had to be a certain way as soon as I realised this mad realisation actually I love that I'm quirky I love that I nearly flood the house every week I love that I set things on fire I love that I lose my keys every single day I love I leave a trail behind me I love that I'm loud and brash sometimes and I'm out there I have no filter I fucking love that <laughs> and if you can't look at yourself with love who else is gonna and I love that about myself and that's a one and I can say that because for 35% in years I hated myself yeah. and confidence starts inside guys like that con- what this podcast is around isn't it like yeah. the confidence is within and first starts with love when you love who you are and I think most people are taught not to love yourself it's a bad thing that person loves themselves, doesn't she love herself what a crock of shit that is <laughs> yes love yourself unconditionally Definitely. You know, like you would a child. Yeah. You're the most important person in your world. You yeah. look after yourself. you you got to love yourself to love others. It really starts from within, and it's yeah. something that I've learned. I'm very
1: passionate about yeah. that. Yeah, I hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's funny you say because literally just yesterday I had a, I had a parent bring their, their child to me. I won't, I won't say their name. Um, and say, uh, a girl's been nasty to her at school and I was mm. like well at what level of nasty yes. is it is it kind of I don't like you mm. or is it they're mm. wrapping a chair around the mm. head mm. and they said, "Well, you know, I keep calling her names and they're being really really nasty I'm like but she's not getting physically hurt yeah. at the moment they're like well yeah. no I said well your retaliation doesn't need to be that high you just need to like you say love yourself be, yeah. be positive confident in yes. yourself to go I don't care yeah. so people come up to me you're bald yeah well, I mean, it's not very nice, but it's factual. I am bald. Yeah. I've got crooked teeth. I'm ginger. Do you know what I mean? It's just one of them things. So they're just telling me what I already know. Well, so you go, well, yeah, okay. I say yeah. to people like, uh,
2: what other people's opinion are and what they say about you is none of your business. Don't make it your business. Yeah. The challenge is most people are made that when you understand. Um, I've got a book coming out called Live Life Happiness about you. It's called It's the Power Within and once you own your stuff when you own yourself when you take full responsibility for everything in your life you pass from childhood to adulthood yeah. you can't blame other people people can do what they want you can't control a human being you ever try to control another human it being? it doesn't work very it's well it's impossible you can't Tried. here's the thing what you can <laughs> is work harder on yourself than you do anything else because that person what that person says only becomes a problem when you make it the problem so you're the problem yeah. don't make it your shit if someone says to me you are an absolute arrogant prick I said I oh, know <laughs> I don't care I'm not bothered you can say what you want that's in your world I know and I agree with you see you later Mosh you know the reality is people can't affect you without your choice yeah. and actually when you can start to own your world and realise that actually no one could like I appealed yeah that person annoyed me no you annoyed yourself Own the stuff, take full responsibility. I learned that from a guy called Jim Rohn. amazing guy. And he said, the day you pass from childhood to adulthood is when you accept full responsibility for everything in your life owning your world and the world is full of blamers and when you're blaming your power gets pulled away You see but there's the problem when you blame you can't change it which annoys you when you're looking at other people or circumstance but when you look at you and they say how can i own this what can i do better oh yeah okay cool that's good that means i'm in control and when you're in control you feel better about your life when yeah. you push away you blame things you're out of control which is why people end up with more depression and they're not owning it and i feel yeah. for them i really really do because there's so many people that don't love who they are
0: yeah
2: they're so worried what other people think they're so worried that someone said that they're they're bold like right, for instance yeah <laughs> or yeah you're skinny or you got big ears I mean, you just get called wingnut you know <laughs> so what like but I used to take that on board. So yeah. I've been through that cycle. Yeah. And that's so I th- the damage, isn't it? Pun! You're damaging yourself. Understand that. Here's the great news. If you're damaging yourself, you can change it. If you say someone else is damaging you, you're stuffed, you're screwed because you can't change that person. But you can change you. Once you change you,
1: everything around you changes. Yeah. And that's, I don't know how you teach, but that's exactly what we try and teach within, whether it be the punch and the kick inside or confidence side of it. Yeah. it. Like, if you can take control, mm-hmm. then it doesn't mm. matter. Mm. Uh, again, I've done a podcast with one of my good friends, also my coaches, in year seven at William Parker, yeah. we had a little bit of a disagreement. He came up to me and punched me square in the face and we talked about it. And he said to me, like, what did you think? And I was like, in my inside, I'm like, oh, that really hurt. And I'm like, don't show pain, yeah. don't show pain. Yeah. And everyone else was like, hit him back, hit him back. And then he looked at me and he's like, and just walked off, because he didn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. But then for the next like year, everyone's like, oh my God, did you see how hard guy was? He got hit and he, he just took yeah. it. <laughs> so. I felt like the right mark I and mean, everyone else is going, oh, like, fuck, yep. he's a superhero because he just took yep. it and, yeah, like, took it, absorbed it, and smiled, and, yep. and Dave walked off because he, he got nothing out of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and I think that's that, that, that is it.
2: Life is funny. Like, you, we all, we're all going, we're all floating around in life in this bubble, and we've got, and our bubble is our world, and everyone's got their own world. And, other people's opinions are in their world, not yours. And actually, I believe, like, once you understand this, it, it like it's life transforming. When you can not have judgment of others yourself, you won't get judged as much. So, for instance, if you, and that obviously builds confidence, yeah? So so if you, like, if you look at everybody else and look in their model of the world with no judgment and empathy, you start to, like, you, you build a lot more friendships, yeah? And you end up... Um, you end up looking at the world differently and understanding it's just their world. Yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to allow their world to affect mine. It's one of the yeah. biggest learns I've had. My coach taught me that respect people's model of the world. Wow, what, like, that's, the, that's fundamentally yeah. one of the biggest things I ever learned was ha- respect other people's model of the world. Imagine this, Carl, imagine that everyone respected other people's model of the world without any judgment. What world would well, what it be? What a world it would be, yeah. What a world. And what a world of, co- people would be way more confident because they wouldn't fear the judgment. they they then start, yeah. re- instead of looking out here, they'd look in. and to say, as long as I'm, I need to make sure I'm, I'm okay. okay, and I'm, that person's okay. I yeah. just think the world would be a
1: much better place. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's hope for that. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that? Yeah, it'd be a um, phenomenal but time. But then that's that's why I think the gym is such a great place because generally you are around like minded people. Yeah. So, you know, people do have the empathy and respect. Yes. You know, people bow to each other. They say us. They yep. bow when they come in the room. They yep. shake hands. You know, they'll kick each other in the face and then say good shot. <laughs> yeah. And then cuddle each other at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, it really is a better place to be. I think. And yeah, absolutely. That's why martial arts I feel should just be in everyone's life. Martial arts is massively
2: important. Like it, it changed my life. Yeah. Like without martial arts, I honestly I don't know where I would have been. You know, you it got me through it. the darkest times yeah. and the struggle. And I think, you know, I've got a, I've got a story which I, I'll probably share with you now. Like people see the success that I have now with the dojo, yeah. they see it with the businesses that I've got. You know, I've got two big multi six figure businesses, and I've just I'm just uh, unleashing a third business, yeah. um, which is going to be pretty big and people look at that and I've won world titles and they think, wow, that's amazing. But they don't see the struggles. Like my business, like like in 2000, I remember 11 years ago, I remember waking up with probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do was to look at my wife in the house we'd had for 10 years and tell her, we've got to get out of it. We've just lost our house. And take your kids and take your kid and your wife go to the bank and the bank laugh at you. And the bank manager laughing at me because I needed to put another 200 pound on the overdraft so I didn't go over, over, over the overdraft. And he looked at me and laughed. He said, you'll be bankrupt in in a month. I remember walking out there with the the bullying being kicked down. I remember the thought process, like I'd been in martial arts for a a while, obviously, and I remember being bullied. I remember my mom, one of the biggest, probably people have had had, uh, uh, an impact on me is what my mom did to me when I was bullied, where she'd hit me and go, get back out. Every time you get knocked down, you get back up. That's how you win. And I remember going from that bank manager, I remember saying, fuck you like he looked at me and laughed and i remember i went from there but we were we had to move out of our house and we went to the cheapest three-bedroom house to, to rent it quickly yeah. and it stunk and it had hot carpet I hated it. and it was just hor- I didn't like it at all it really is a horrible environment and I'm autistic so I have a real like I'm very touchy feely and I am a very like I'm very in tune with my feelings and I hated it I like and then I'm wrapped around papers everywhere finance problems go to the bank every single day to put two or three pound in the bank to so it didn't go over the overdraft yeah. £25 a week to live on for food pasta with tomato sauce and we'd melt cheese on it so it tasted nice <laughs> you know this is what we live like and it's like you know and then I ended up with self worth issues because I wasn't providing for my family then I started drinking like heavily and I was in a real mess but I had to get through that and I was like what am I doing I was going to lose my centre and I had to get a business I had to like I got someone reached out to me and I got a no, they said they can do some coaching and because I didn't know about this business
1: stuff. I was running a martial arts school, I ain't got a clue. Yeah. So you was instructing, but not. Oh, what well, was your course?
2: <laughs> Listen, like most people, oh, that's a great idea. I had no idea. That's why I went bankrupt. I nearly went bankrupt. Yeah. And and I lost my house because of that. So like, I was like, this guy t- says oh, I can help you with your business. I said, yeah, brilliant, sounds amazing. We can help you build your business. I said, okay, cool. How do we start? Because give me £3,000. I'm like, how the hell am I going to pay that? Yeah. £3,000 for three months? This is 11 years ago. £1,000 a month. They can't do that. And I remember putting the phone down thinking, you know what? I have no, I've got to do something here. So I remember selling a few bits in the house and we just managed to scrape some money together. I yeah. uh, don't know how we did it now. I still don't know. And I paid this £3,000 and went on this coaching journey. And I remember him saying, what do you want? I said, we were doing like £2,800 a month. And that was turnover. <laughs> And that was for the gym and our wages. My wife was pregnant. and So we had nothing. We were over and over. You know, that's why we were just absolutely brassic. He said, what do you want? I said, £10,000 a month would be amazing. He said, well, we could do that in 18 months. I reckon with a good push, you could do that. I was like, okay. So we just went at it and worked our socks off, p- pushing the pram, leaflets, rebranding, doing everything different. And in two and a half months, we turned it into a £10,000 a month business oh, yeah. in two and a half months okay. and went from there and that, I remember doing that and thinking, oh my goodness, yeah. like I went the importance of education. Like I, I truly believe guys, like wherever you are, here's the great news, you can learn anything. Never say to yourself you can't, just say I haven't learned it yet. And once you do that, well I went on a mad journey of development. For the last 11 years, I have just invested in mentors, trainings, so and I went to, I spent at least a quarter of a million pound at least in education, mentors, events. I had a life coach for five years to work on me, to work on some deep stuff that I'm not going to share on here. It's so deep. Personal development, business, marketing, strategy. And it's been so important. And I'm so blessed to have gone on that journey and to build the businesses that I have. But I've been through the mill. I've been through the pain. I know what it's like to not have. I know the self-worth that you have when you're not succeeding, you think you're failing, to look in the mirror every day and just not want to be here anymore, Mm. to drink yourself stupidly you know I've been there I know what it's like and it's not a nice place but you know what um, I think the martial arts helped me get through that I think the, the, the coaching helped me get through that and and, and I Check know the
1: discipline side of it
2: absolutely you know I didn't I could have gone down yeah. I could have, and 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 it, and it didn't, and you know, I'm grateful to have been on the journey I have, and to now be able, I, like I coach so many people, like Carl, you know, like I have, I've helped coach so many people to success within their businesses, especially martial arts, well, but other businesses as well, where they'll build their confidence, help them in marketing, et cetera. And I know why that is, because I've been on the journey, I've been down there, and I can help people. And One of the biggest things for me is to help people really really find themselves. Yeah. Because without doubt, like I think that time in, when I was 35, when, when I won the world title, the day that turned my life around, that the importance of confidence in yourself, the importance of self-love, the importance of really truly loving who you are is massive for me. And it's yeah. one of the things I'm really passionate about doing now is helping people really find their true potential and helping them live a life with love and happiness every day.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. And I say I, 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 I watch it on Facebook, no. the the odd days that I've done with you so far I kind of see you doing that and you can see kind of the echo within the people around the room and you can like say you're you're pushing them and saying come on let's go let's go and it does take that you know we all need it people everyone at my gym will go, oh my God, Cole, you're 100% all the time. Like, no matter how bad the day is, you can walk yeah. through the doors and it's just like, bing, right, on 100%. A, you turn up a 10, 10, out, 10 out of 10. 10. Yeah, man, 10, 10, 10 out of 10. 10, that's what it's all about, yeah. isn't it? I always say, live this life. Who wants a good
2: life? So if you're listening in here, guys, do you want a good life? So say, yeah, do you want a, a very good life? Yeah. Okay. Do you want an excellent life is it yeah stuff that we throw that away we want a fucking outstanding life every single day step up every day and choose to live an outstanding day not life day yeah because here's the thing like when you can like every day is a gift every day is a blessing every day like you wake i wake up every single morning so grateful that i'm breathing so grateful that I'm here. So grateful that I'm, I've got another journey to go on another day. So grateful that, that the, 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 the trees are blowing. So grateful for the sunshine. Grateful that I have the opportunity. Horses in the back garden. Uh, Horses no, in the back garden, yeah. 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 And I'm just so grateful for living. Yeah. And, and that is something that I've taught myself. And when you can live it, like with gratitude, no matter what the ch- challenges, like the challenges in your life, people put them as a problem. Like the problem, the, most people's problem is they think they shouldn't have one. That's their problem. They think they shouldn't have a challenge. Their challenge is they don't think they should have a challenge. Challenges are there to help you grow. Challenges will make you become better. So every challenge, everything that comes in is your greatest gift yeah and when you can look at that and go do you know what i'm not going to make this a problem (coughs) i'm going to look at every challenge as my greatest gift i'm going to i'm going to look at every person that challenges me as my greatest gift rather than oh yeah they do my head in. no they're teaching you something what can you learn how can you grow from that and that allows you to get, get up every day and go you know what this is like i get up sometimes i bounce up and i'm like What's today gonna bring? Like this journey's gonna be amazing. Where's the
1: missus like, goes is she, is she bounce out with you or does she go?
2: Oh, no, oh, Lord, no, no, no. Go I downstairs I, and do some b- film. No, because I do have a balance. So I like, so like, like I get up in the morning and I go for my run in the morning and I energise my body and I'm all in. So you, do you run every day? Every day, every, every morning. Day. Every day. I run by the way, guys, not to get fit, to get my brain in gear. That's morning. Yeah. <laughs> I go for a run because I want to get myself ready. Energy endorphins. I want to spark the brain. I want to detox the body. I want to get my mind. And I only go for a mile. But I'm not this just is the... maintenance running every yeah. single day. It's called my Kickstarter. Kickstarter. And I'm thinking about things and I'm going through in a positive a mindset. Kickstarter, kickstart, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and get the mind going and like, like just, just set myself up to have a fucking phenomenal day. Like I wanna I, I don't want to turn up a nine out of ten. What the fuck? Like I want to have a I want have an outstanding day. Every that's my aim. We had a mastermind the other day, and lots of people have missions in life. Yeah, they have missions. What's your purpose? What do you want to do in life? And they go, I want to do this, and I want to have a million pound house, and I want to do this, 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 this. And um, I came to a realization: I have a mission in life. This is my biggest mission: to live life happy. That's my mission. And if I can live life happy, I can help more people. Because if I'm happy myself, I want to help more people. I want to live life happy and help as many people as I can. Because if I'm helping people, I'm living.
1: I I believe- serving and growing.
2: I I believe living is giving, that's what I believe. So, um, and getting up every single day, being a 10 out of 10, like realizing that actually today is the gift, I'm here. And, And realizing one of the things that I learned along the journey is, if you wake up with gratitude, Be happy with what you've got, while in pursuit of what you want. That's an amazing quote, and it's one I live by every single day. Most people are like, I'll be happy when I get to there. I'll be happy when I have the car. I'll be happy when. What? Your gift is now. You don't even know if you're gonna get there yet. And the reality is, the place that you want to go and get, yeah. the thing that you want, the car, you get the car, the car becomes obsolete in six months. You want the next car, you want the next thing.
1: Don't know what he's talking yeah. about. I bought <laughs> the... a car in three weeks later, changed it. Of course, it but people live a life of when
2: I get to, I'll be happy when, etc. cetera. No, Here, that's the delusion. Happiness is the gift, is the present. And like the journey is where you spend the most time to get to a destination be happy on the journey, be happy with what you've got, while well, in pursuit of what you want. And that is where I, what I try and educate people on. Yeah. Like the now, the present, the gift, not the future, absolutely go for it, but be happy on that journey.
1: It's really important. When you're doing that as well, yeah. so obviously you'll you have a goal, an end goal result, where yeah. you wanna to get to, but you live in the journey. Yeah. At the end of that journey, Mm -hmm. um, there's going to be another journey, isn't there? Always. So you're always going, well, I want to go there. But as you're halfway there, you're going, well, actually, yeah, I'm going to go there. Great. Go there instead. But but guess what? I'm fucking loving the process.
2: (laughs) That's what I want to get. I'm loving. People, I'm glad that's so. I love the ride. I enjoy the challenge. I go, wow. Like when ch- big challenges come in, I had a £43,000 tax bill. That, that was a challenge. <laughs> wow. When, I, especially when you know the accountant mucked it up and it comes okay. through and you're like that because you've not got your eye on the ball and you go, this is a good challenge. Mm. And you know what? It helped me grow, it helped me become it better. Because I had to sound more things and I had to be more creative. And I had yeah. to, does that make, it? that's all yeah. it did. And it's all right. Okay, step up. Come on. This is going to see how good you are. Yeah. You know a bit yeah. like being bullied you know, every time you get knocked down you get you back up get back same back process up.
1: yeah <laughs> i wanted to say this earlier but you've just reminded me being bullied getting hit down get back up and you said you used to go home and watch the video come yeah. back a little bit till it got dark because again for me like your parents would go well come home when it gets yes dark. so yeah. you're thinking well I'll finish school there's still like four hours of sunlight mm. I, I can't go outside for four hours i'm gonna get murdered yeah even back then yeah um i had a parent the other day wouldn't let his son out to play because it was too cold it was nine degrees yep And I I do think the world is changing, has changed, is gonna continue to change, and we call it the snowflake era. Yeah. Um, Obviously there is a balance, Mm. but at the same point, I do wonder, like people say, oh, my son's been bullied, my daughter's been bullied, well, what's wrong? Well, and we had literally probably a month ago, oh, call me a poo-poo head. Mm not quite brilliant, is it? It's That's wrapping people up in cotton wool. Exactly. And not allowing people to be who they are. Yeah. And, and like, kids
2: need... Kids need, like, uh, like... Kids come into my dojo, I'm like, I want a to fail as much as you can! Yeah. Get it all wrong! Like, the they look at you and go, huh? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Parents put pressure on the kids to be perfect. See yeah. the perfection again. Yeah. Like they come in and they don't even know whether they can They look at you as if so Oh, I'm gonna get this wrong, I don't wanna get it wrong, I don't wanna get it wrong. I get it wrong. We had a a, um, a new staff member, it was hilarious. Literally, she came, she came in the first day, second I thought she's a good girl, but there's a problem, she bury you in here, there's a problem with that. And I literally went, I need you to do one thing in the next 10 days. She went, What's that? I said, I want you to fucking fail as much as <laughs> you can. I want you to screw everything up. That system then screw it up, screw it all up, make mistakes, make as many as you can. I you make a I'm going to pick you back up and I'm going to pat you on the back and say, "Good job, keep going." And she went, "Huh? Can I?" I said, "Go and make as many mistakes as you can. Fail, let's fa- fail fast." And she went, "I've never heard that before." I said, "Go and fail." I said, "We do not judge you on failures here. We, 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 we judge you. We, we judge you on not taking action." And when you fear failure, you don't take action. Go in for she literally has been an absolute powerhouse since she's been here. Mm-hmm. She put in like 40, 69 prospects in a week in us. Wow. She just literally went and taken over. She was absolutely phenomenal. And she's like she feels free, the shackles are off. And that's the same with kids. Yeah. Go and fail, man. We say that we're good at the failure club in there. Fail, 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 get it wrong, <laughs> get it wrong. Yes, you're one step closer. And by the way, you need to allow yourself to fail. You need to be nicer to yourself and kinder to yourself. This confidence side of things is about like pressure that people put on themselves. Then it ends up, the people, are, like their self-worth is diminished by themselves. When yeah. they're pushing themselves down through, I can't fail, you need to fail. Yeah. Failure is the ally of success. Yeah i failed that many times. People look at people who are successful and they go, oh, it's all right for them. They've just decided to fail more times. Be okay with it. In fact, embrace it. Say, I want to make it. I always say to my kids now, I allow myself 20 failures a day. If I get to 21, I'll get a bit annoyed, but 20's (laughs) all right. And they start laughing. It's a different philosophy. You know, and I think parents need to have that with their kids. And people in general, stop trying to be perfect. This perfection world is screwing people's heads. Yeah be happy to be different that you haven't got your made these some of these young beautiful women make themselves ugly by putting makeup on
0: yeah
2: they put that much on and then it's what's that like like and i think wow Like, you are, like, stop trying to be a plastic, like, the reality is you're beautiful. You should be able to look look at yourself in the mirror, completely naked, and go, what a phenomenal human being. I'm so proud to be who you are. And that, you know when people say, well, what personal development? That's personal development. Being looking at yourself every day and say, I'm so happy with who you are. That constant reminder. And I know I have a saying, I said, the most important story you will ever read is the one you read in your mind. The one you tell yourself every day is the one that you need to practice.
0: Yeah.
2: See, people are so good, they are actually world champions at knocking themselves down. They're world champions at pushing themselves down and being judgmental with themselves. How about being a world champion fan? How about being your biggest fan? How about being the person that always picks you up? How about being the person that's going to lift you higher than no one else can lift you higher? How about looking at yourself every day and saying, fucking, I just love who you are. And people say, can you do that? Damn right you can. I think it's insane that people are, are okay with people knocking themselves down. They go and cuddle them. Yeah. How about you say that is phenomenal that you can lift yourself up I'm so proud that you're you are so confident in yourself.
1: Yeah. Definitely. That's what I believe. Yeah. Why do we learn? Why do we fall over? To yeah. learn to pick ourselves back uh, up. Absolutely. We've got to learn that, to it? love who we are. Definitely. <laughs> That's again. I can't believe. So with our grading syllabus is exactly that. We done our grading uh, results last night. So we, we grade them on uh, a Saturday. Yep. But we don't actually tell them till the following Thursday. Yeah. Um, and then we do like a big ceremony. Love them. And um, we, I don't know how you do your grading, but we grade them and we, we, we don't just give them pass or fail, we give them like an A to D. Yeah. So we go like, you know, got an A in punching, B in yeah. blocking and that yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Got an overall grade. We failed a few of them and yeah. then it's, obviously the parents are, oh, they failed, they failed. It's hard, but they're the ones that are gonna learn the most per They're the ones are gonna learn yeah. because they're gonna go home, they're gonna they're gonna have a little cry, yeah. and then they gonna pick themselves back up yeah. and then they're gonna be back in the gym the next yeah. week, hopefully, and yeah. they're gonna give hundred and ten percent. we sing off the same hymn sheet here. Uh, like you do not learn by winning. No, it's all
2: I want. You it's... learn through failures. That's your gift. And then if it's your gift, that should be the great that should be the thing you wanna do. Yeah it's like mad isn't it it's like okay this. I'm so pleased I failed today I'm so pleased it's so right I love it yeah. I love it I'm, we're yeah.
1: and on that, that's kind of I'm assuming probably fairly similar here as well massively
2: yeah. like massively important we yeah. celebrate failure
1: yeah and <laughs> it's good it's good to do that as well yeah. right? rather than going oh you failed see you later that is
2: amazing well done to you you're one yeah. step closer what you're nearly there now what do you yeah. mean
1: yeah that's yeah, amazing you got it wrong I yeah. love it and then I had another girl she got an A minus and she was like oh I'm really good got an A minus <laughs> Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't get it perfect. And yeah. again, it's striving for perfection, perfection Absolutely. isn't
2: Absolutely perfection will kill um, people. And
1: that, that's where I think that martial art line blurs into the world. Yes. With, like say, the makeup, the hair, the, the Instagram story, having to look good. It took me four hours to do my makeup. Look what I've done. Yeah. Well, yeah. you've just wasted
2: four hours. Right? I, I believe there's a massive importance for people to do martial arts. I believe every every child needs to do martial arts. This world we live in now, like... And I'm not saying it because I'm a martial arts, or you are, car. But yeah. honestly, there is no other activity that will change a child's life like martial arts. Not one. No. There's none. There's nothing out there. It's the one activity that should become the, the number one thing. People say to me, yeah, well, he's going to, like, this is what I get. Oh, yeah, well, it needs to do with swimming because it it's, it's save his life. I said, let me tell you something here to the parents. I'm telling the parents. Let me tell you this. He's more likely to die from taking drugs or getting beat up and all of the peer pressures around life that he is drowning, you put martial arts at the top of the pile. You've got to do swimming as well, but put it to the top of the pile. That will save his life. To be able to be stronger, to be able to th- thought off social media, to be able to look at himself and say, I'm confident in who I am, my life. Like, I'm sorry, you, you need more of that than you do to learn how to swim. And I'm not saying don't put your kids into swimming. But my life, the people just don't understand it. And I think that the world needs
1: educating in the importance of martial arts in this world right now. Definitely, and it's definitely getting worse. Are, oh. are you seeing uh, a big change throughout your school? I mean, again, you've got a massive school yes. here, but you, I'm even in the last two years, five years for me, I've seen a yeah. huge change in human beings. Huge, yeah. huge change in parents.
2: And any parents here, I urge you, and I'm straight up, guys, like listen. You think I, I, I'm quite honest? <laughs> listen to this, man. Listen, right, like if you're a parent, you are not designed. You're not in their life to do what they that makes them happy. You're in their life to guide them to do the things you know is right for them. Cause if you leave a child to do what's right for what they wanna do, they'll fucking sit there, play the PlayStation and sit in watching the TV all the time. They will do that. Now, as a parent, I said to my kids this, very simple. You'll thank me later. You don't thank me. If you don't like me now, it's tough. My daughter said to me, I wanna quit martial art, I wanna quit doing ballet when you're 10. I said, you can of course you can when you're 18. But when you're under my roof, you're gonna keep on doing it. And I don't care, I'll drag you there by your hair. You're going there because I'm gonna teach you the importance of not quitting. Let me tell you why that is. I said, because when you are older, you're gonna learn that winning makes you feel good. Like when you are losing, it doesn't make you feel great. Love it. Winners, winners smile, right? I says, and I said, what I'm teaching you is the importance of never giving up to be a winner in life. I says, and that's it. And now she does dancing and singing in the West End at 14, 15 years of age. Because she's a winner. Yeah. Like she doesn't know any other way. She absolutely loves it. And I say the parents, they're so busy, so, so busy uh, being bad parents. Yeah. They're there worrying about themselves, looking at what they can do. It's the truth. I'm, I will speak the truth. I don't care, right? The reality is they're so focused on themselves. People come to my studio, they're so busy on the Instagram, not even watching the kids. Then they decide when the kid says, oh, I don't want to go, oh, it's just easier for me not to go.
1: Yeah. Okay, a parent sorry.
2: like no you're going because i'm gonna I, like and you can go as far as sometimes parents can be killing their kids because they're not thinking about okay what will this how effect will this be on my kids i see kids who need martial arts in my dojo they building their confidence and their parents allow them to quit you know like, what are you doing yeah. oh yeah but yeah well it says oh we can't afford it that kid i see in two years time they're out in the streets they're doing drugs they're being a complete tit it's yeah. a true like, right? How many of you think, yeah. Carl? Like yeah. you see, yeah. and, and it's like, that's the parent's fault yeah. because they're not, they're, 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 they're installing into the child. It's okay to quit. You're a quitter, you're no good. It's okay to give up. Yeah, we are designed, like we we got to, as parents, we've got to, I get very passionate about this. Yeah. We're leading our children, not to what they want to do, what we
1: know is right for them. That's really important. That's just my two pence. <laughs> well, uh, again, what you've hit on. Charles in the room, just behind the camera, by the way. Hey, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're watching. Um, what, what's that program last night? Oh, I want to call it fat program, but you're allowed to talk. You're in- 100 kilos. 100 kilo children, did you oh, see it? No. So 100 kilo children, and, and there, there's a boy in the bed, he's, he was 14, he was 115 wow. kilos at 14, uh, and he wasn't the tallest kid either. Um, he was having a hip operation, yep. um, and then like the hospital and the doctors are saying, look, we need to get him up to get him exercising and walk around the hospital and this kind of thing. And then the mum wasn't the slimmest, and then they're going, look, you need to get up and exercise. And the mum's going, yeah, he doesn't need to exercise, he needs his rest time. And it's like, <laughs> he's been in line in bed for six hours. Mm. Yeah, and the mum was killing him yes of course he nearly di- I say nearly died but sure. they, they started doing his hip didn't they and then they come up a, a, a couple of problems while they was doing the operation because without being horrible this 14 year old kid had so much fat and then he's going to be a, a drain on himself on the family on the NHS time, all because the mum's allowing it absolutely. to happen and has allowed it to happen absolutely probably from day dot Carl,
2: how many kids have come to you for confidence and their parents have stopped them doing martial arts and allowed them to go and do something else? Yeah.
1: Oh, he got hit on the nose and he didn't like it. Oh, unbelievable. So he's going to go and do whatever else. Ballet. Yeah. <laughs> something a bit less violent. <laughs> yeah, um, I see it all the time. You know, I, I turn around and go he got hit on the nose yeah yeah and it hurt him a little bit yeah brilliant it's a kickboxing gym <laughs> what did you expect
2: yeah. we always say that people are like, oh yeah they don't want to get this is the very reason they need to do it if they're like I always say to like parents if he's running away from this now it'll run away from it for the rest of his life yeah. if it's if you're fit and this is the same for adults here guys if you fear something that's the very reason you need to do it like I always say if you fear something do it anyway yeah. feel the fear and do it anyway yeah. is one a yeah. quote that I've
1: heard before many yeah. times uh, like this, like the podcasting is quite new. Obviously, I only launched yep. last week. I was shitting. I still am. I still am. Of course, you are. Course you are. Um, to, to, to be on camera, you know, I'm not comfortable with it. Sure. but I'm getting better. Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is the skill set I want to learn. Yeah. And like the, the, the stuff I'm learning now, hopefully, mm. the, the people that are listening are going to be learning mm. the content that you're given, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like it's so valuable. Mm. You, you just do what I do times ten, mm. times a hundred, mm. if not. Mm. Um, so, it, making myself uncomfortable to do oh. this is only benefiting everyone else.
2: I love, sort of. exactly, get, uh, like, be comfortable being uncomfortable is what I always yeah. say. That, Make sure, like, I love that Carl, and, and congratulations on, on, on a great podcast. And <laughs> like, every, like, the, if you want to grow as a human being and build your confidence, you get confident by doing things that scared you.
0: Yeah.
2: Because you did it. That makes sense? Yeah, so like, yeah. most, people have, most people live in this box and they do not want to go out of their comfort zone, but then they don't grow. You see, and when they're not growing, you're dying. So you're either growing or you're dying. Yeah. That's it. So if you're not growing, if you that's why the world, look at the world, walk around a town centre and look at people who look like they're fucking dying. Their face, they're, they walk around like the living dead. Yeah. They walk around, their faces, the drain of, and their life is being sucked out of them because they're not living, they're not... Ch- we grow through challenge. You are alive when you're challenged. People don't like it, but it's when we're alive. How many times have you grown when you've had to really step up and be a human being and get through something? really tough to so why not do that every single day and say well i feel the fear i'm going to do it anyway you know what i'm jumping in and let's just see how it goes yeah you know and when you do that you go i oh, wasn't well, that bad you've done it with this here. you yeah. you now. we've got this podcast you're doing this so i'm on this podcast now you'll do more and more and then you'll go and elevate and you'll end up coaching people and helping people and you go wow all because i stepped and if you're fearful of stepping guys yeah. right I promise you, it's not the journey that's the problem. It's the first step. We are all just babies. A baby learns to walk from its first step. Every time you have a challenge, just remind yourself you're just a child. I only have to take the first step and everything else will take care of itself. It just starts to You know, I, I have a metaphor in life. Every time I'm challenged, I just imagine myself at the edge of that cold pool when I, I dip my toe in and oh, it's a bit cold. Jump in it. You warm up quickly. Yes. And, it, like, and, and I think that that's one thing people need to do. Literally, close your eyes with faith and just jump in. And here's what, this is what you'll learn. You'll learn you're an incredible human being. Human beings are so powerful. They are so creative. They are so amazing. They can do the most unbelievable things If you're on the journey, most people never give themselves a chance because they never take the first step.
0: Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's chat, have any questions or feedback for us, or would like to be on one of our podcasts, leave a review and we will happily get back to you. If you would like more details on how Hastings Kickboxing Academy can help you or a family member, find all our contact details in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe to HKA's Kickstart Your Confidence podcast. And remember... It's not just a sport, it's a way of life.